0: www.sonicmovie.net David Silberman locked the door of his dry-cleaning shop. The sun was going down. Not his favorite time of day anymore. But today, the eve of Yom Kippur was the worst He moved out to the edge of the strip mall's parking lot and paused, staring down the side street toward the orthodox shul. There were still many cars in the mall's parking lot and the street was full of traffic. The goyim didn't know there was anything special going on in the world of magic. David had never been very religious. Not even by reform standards until he'd seen me, a vampire, invoke a pagan god's assistance and get it. He had another object lesson when I saved his life from a demon's attack by tearing down the doorpost of his room and thrusting it into his arms so that he could hold the kosher mezuzah against his heart. He'd often wondered if the Mizosa would have saved him if it hadn't been so perfectly kosher. But, most of all, he wondered if he'd really ever been saved. He'd participated in a revenge murder and had a pagan serial killer for a friend. He'd gotten involved in idolatry, not just regular magic. He'd never respected those who called themselves pious Jews, but isolated themselves from other Jews and from everyone else. He just never had anything much to do with God. So why is my conscience bothering me? He just didn't want the supernatural in his life anymore. I sympathized with him and could strongly relate to his feelings. He wanted to forget me and just walk away from it all, but he couldn't. The link was permanent, maybe eternal. So he'd spent the last few months surfing the net for information, and every time he ended up at the website of this local shul reading reading something the rabbi there had written. As dusk gathered over the city, he felt me awakening in his mind, a growing buzz of not-quite-awareness. The mental link between us could only be closed, not vanquished. Lately, it made him feel unfit, tainted, He started down the side street toward his house, walking on the side opposite the shul. Still, still not sure what he would do. Before he left the shop, he'd emptied his pockets and put on his leatherless shoes. He wore a hat. He could go into the shul, even though he hadn't bought a ticket to the High Holy Day services. I could just stand in the back. It had been a year since he separated from me, Mallory Avnol, or Arnaud Lemu, as I called myself in New Jersey. All year, I'd scrupulously avoided stirring the mental link between us. I owned and operated a Motel 6 on I-80, leaving David to his Fairlawn dry-cleaning shop his studies for his stock trading certification, (laughs) and his spiritual nail-chewing. A morally upright, completely ethical, totally honorable vampire who kills at least two humans a month calls me his friend. Worse yet, I call him friend, most of the time. He paused across from the shul. It had been a brick church circa 1900 that had burned to the ground. Only the foundation had been left when the Orthodox shul had bought the land. Some people were arriving, parking their cars in a lot behind the shul, where they would stay until after dark tomorrow. The women wore dresses in various colors, many of them wearing white. The married ones with their heads covered. The men wore business suits, white yamakas and kittles, the belted white smock they would be buried in. W-S-A-P-L dot com.